This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Here's the scenario. Your insurance company is denying your long-term disability claim despite the fact that you've paid premiums for years and your own doctor insists that you're not well enough to work. If this sounds familiar, call Goldfinger Personal Injury Law. You'll speak with me, Brian Goldfinger, a licensed and experienced lawyer who practices exclusively on behalf of accident victims, disability claimants, and their families. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, Samson Folk, here to detail for you the Raptors' huge win over the lowly Wizards 140-111, to now 27-14 and on the season. Pretty great stuff considering last year with Kawhi, they started out 28-12, and only two games, technically one and a half games difference there, which really speaks volumes to not only the quality of depth of the Raptors to stick it out and to remain such a good team even when they've had I believe almost 130 combined games missed and that's a lot of those players have been in the starting lineup so really really impressive stuff from the end of rotation guys but also obviously with tonight scoring 140 points that kind of signals to what the Raptors have been able to do when they're healthy they're now 6-1 and one when they have their full roster obviously Fred VanVleet wasn't here tonight but pretty close to their full roster so let's just say six and one for that they play at a really high clip and that was you know and that was emphasized with Marcus All's play tonight and he was kind of like the bellwether for the Raptors because not only was he fantastic with the starters but Nick Nurse saw how well he was playing and decided to hinge a lot of the Raptors second half success on him with a, a Gasol plus bench unit and the Raptors really a fantastic game so let's get into it let's talk about the game and we'll start in the first quarter the Raptors ran out that same lineup from last game with OG Ananobi at the 2, Siakam at the 3, Ibaka at the 4, Gasol at the 5, and of course Kyle Lowry at the point guard position. A huge lineup, and it you know it had a lot of success against OKC. It gave them fits. It's a really tough defense to pass against, even if there's a little bit of defensive penetration on the wings, just a tiny bit. But they've got so much size to help rotate to that that wasn't such a big problem. The Wizards, they like to play fast. They like their guards to break down the opposing defense. That, tonight, 
immediately snuffed by a guy like OG Ananobi sticking Isaiah Thomas on the first possession. Isaiah Thomas dribbles into no man's land, gets gets caught between the baseline and OG Ananobi, almost like a trap, goes up for a jump shot, tries to pass out of it, turnover. Raptors end up going the other way. OG makes a basket cut, gets a layup. And that was a decent idea of what the Raptors were able to do in this game. I'm pretty sure the Wizards finished with 26 or 28 turnovers in this one. The Raptors got 10 turnovers, sorry, 7 turnovers early, driving them to 10 early points as well. And just seeing how the Raptors were kind of unhinged after that, and they were able to play really loose. The Wizards, obviously not one of the better teams in the league, and the Raptors really getting out on the run, looking sharp defensively with the addition of Gasol. And... It's nice to see the Raptors play this type of way after being so injured for so long. I wrote a a piece about it. It was called uh, Depth IQ and the Return of Razzle Dazzle, which was about the Raptors being able to play closer to the style that we're used to. Also talked about this in the Black Box Report with Lewis Satsman, the weekly column we do. But these are all great things, and this is something we saw in this game today. And to keep talking about that front court with Gasol, with Ibaka, that was the biggest advantage the Raptors had in this game. Obviously, Bradley Beal is no slouch. He's a really great player. A lot of teams would love to have him. And the Wizards, they also they rely on Ish Smith, who I think is a really good scoring guard off the bench, and Isaiah Thomas, who I abhor. I don't think he's good at all, but you know he's good for us some points here and there. And they run out those guards, and they don't have a, a very good wing I guess they don't have very good wing depth or big man depth. And Thomas Bryant, who I like quite a bit, just wasn't up to the task tonight. And likewise for Yamahimi, you know, Serge Ibaka and Marcus All, they're they're getting older, but they're also they're very clever players, especially Gasol. And the way that they play, there's a physicality to it, but they've both mastered a lot of finesse in their career. And so Thomas Bryant, who is a he's a very, very physical player, that's usually how he wins his matchups. That's tough for him to do against a guy like Gasol, against a guy like Ibaka. So they mitigated the Wizards' greatest strength from their big man position, but they also were showing off their finesse. Gasol especially hitting threes early on. He finished with six on the night, tying career high. So seeing that, the Raptors are able to completely mitigate what the Wizards wanted to do with their big man rotation and take advantage of it on the other end. That was the bellwether for how the Raptors were able to dissect these Wizards, and it was... Quite frankly, the game wasn't close. The Wizards, they, they they managed to string some shots together. They got close at times, like within 8 points, 14 points, that type of thing. But the Raptors showing a level of class, a level of quality that the Wizards couldn't get to. And that was, that was really easy to see early on. You know, they're up 59-38, up 21. As we got, you know, it was about midway through the second quarter. Lowry really being the pace master and I use that term to describe him all the time but in a game like this where he's setting the table a lot of the other guys are making shots that's Kyle Lowry's really comfortable in that position he likes to play that style he likes to be the guy who gets the defensive rebound who gets the outlet he likes the hit ad pass he doesn't want to have to go drive into the paint every time so seeing guys like OG Ananobi, Norm Powell, Pascal Siakam guys willing to get out in the lanes and once they get the ball being shot makers, that was that was great for the Raptors offense, which was able to get out to 59-38, obviously. Up 21, doing a lot of great things there. As I did mention, though, the Wizards, they do have Ish Smith, who is a, you know, a decent scoring guard. He was able to spur on a bit of a run for the Wizards to end the second, or sorry, the first half. The Wizards got it back within 14. And the Raptors, even though they gave up a little bit of a run to end the first half, really, really encouraging, a lot of things to like. And so they move on to the second half. 
And things, they did get a little bit hairy in the third quarter there as the Wizards, after a four-point play from Beal, a couple of her three-point shots made, one by Thomas as well. We saw the Wizards climb within nine points, and that was, you know, that was closer than the Raptors were comfortable with. We saw a timeout from Nurse after that, a quick changeout of Gasol and Powell, which has been a pretty regular substitution, obviously with the Raptors playing that huge lineup at the start, then taking out. Gasol letting Ibaka move up to the five, Pascal to the four. Having Powell slot in at that wing position, it adds a little bit more spacing to the Raptors offense, maybe a little bit more dynamism down near the baseline as far as Powell being able to attack the weak side. And Lowry plus bench had a nice little run against the Wizards defense. But after that, Gasol came in for a three, four-minute stint to end the third quarter, and there was just so much that he added. He was really, really stretching the floor. He looked fantastic shooting from downtown. There's some some terrific synergy between him and Terrence Davis as far as their two-man game. Terrence Davis looked great. And they took that in the fourth quarter, and they made the Raptors look like, you know, a fantastic team. And they were working so well on offense, and they continued that synergy into the fourth quarter, as I was saying, in a fourth quarter in which Terrence Davis scored 14, sorry, 17 points. Marcus Gasol had terrific defense. He was negotiating the space that the Wizards players were trying to get into the mid-range or getting close to the basket when they were heading downhill defensively. They got the lead back up over 20. Gasol, I, I forgot to mention as well, he had a buzzer-beating three to end the third quarter. Just great things started to happen. The Raptors, a lot of their pull-up jump shots going in as well. And it was, you know, maybe embodied by a shot that Kyle Lowry hit early on in the game, but where he thought he was drawing a foul... He had his arm hooked by, I can't remember which player of the Wizards, but threw up this wild prayer, an overhead pass, like as if he was throwing the ball in in soccer or football, and the ball went in from about 28 feet out. It was kind of crazy, but maybe that was how this game was always supposed to be for the Raptors, that they shot the ball really well for the second game in a row, really. And that's, you know, that's a huge part of this Raptors team when they're at their best is that three-point assault going 22 of 43 in this game. 22 triples is a lot of points, and there's a reason that the Raptors are able to score 140, largely because of their proficiency, and you know they were prolific from behind the three-point line. So to see them do that, and knowing that Marcus Gasol unlocks a lot of them being able to do that with how much the dribble handoffs change when he's working up top, whether it's with Terrence Davis, Norman Powell, Kyle Lowry, whomever, his ability to handle, his ability to read that situation. For example, if you look at the start of the game, a simple dribble handoff that leads into a Kyle Lowry three, that's great. We all love to see that. But later on in the game, you see Terrence Davis coming up from the wing. He's about to take the ball. But Gasol, he flips it between his legs going forward and turns it completely into something else. Terrence Davis turns the corner, heads towards the rim. The ball doesn't go towards him, but it's putting the defense in a completely new situation that they haven't seen yet this game. And Gasol, you know, his offensive IQ is able to do that. And his, his finesse, quite honestly, he's able to put the defense in new and confusing positions. And quite frankly, the Raptors are able to take advantage of it. And that's one of the best things about this team is they are, there's a lot of variables to their offense. It is freewheeling a lot of times. So they don't just go run the pick and roll, which might be the most effective thing for them to do at some times. But other times it pays off with them being truly unpredictable with their offense being truly unguardable at times because of how many smart players they have there like Siakam, like Lowry, like Gasol and how many guys they have that can be release valves that can finish shots like Serge Ibaka, 
like Norm Powell, like OG Ananobi in this game, who was fantastic. And on the defensive end, he returned to, you know, where he was in the first 10, 15 games of this year as one of the best defenders in the whole league. It's uh, something I wrote about as well. So just to see that, really, really nice. It seems like everything's coming together for the Raptors. And obviously, they're not going to be scoring 140 points every night. But man, they rode the wave. And we saw Norm throwing down dunks in that fourth quarter. As I said earlier, Terrence Davis the second. 17 points in the fourth quarter. We're seeing Euro steps in the lane, finishing with the offhand. Gasol hitting even more triples. Six of them in the game. So to see him stretch out the floor, to see the Raptors ride that wave, really nice. And you guessed it, the Reggie Evans Award goes to Marcus Gasol. Terrific overall performance, even when we're seeing all of the flash of his offensive game between the legs dribbling, bringing the ball up the floor on occasion, just throwing the Wizards defense, you know, throwing them into fits a lot of the time, and obviously being able to stretch the floor, fantastic. But there are so many aspects of his game to love, and so many of them that overlap with what we like to see with the Reggie Evans Award. The ability to box out, the ability to rebound, the ability to defend with heart and hustle, that's what we like to see, and it's a no-brainer to me. Marcus All, that's the Reggie Evans Award winner. And as per usual, there is no Mitchell Robinson Award winner, because that's for villains. And on a night like tonight where the Raptors drop 140, they win easily, they have no injuries, and it looks like Fred Van Vliet is about to return. There are no villains, only good things, and only good things should be celebrated on a night like this. But we will get into the top quick reaction comment, and uh, then we'll get out of here. And the top quick reaction comment is from Rye, R-Y-E. Well, I said 54 wins before the season. That we are on pace for 54 wins with all the injuries is amazing. The second half is going to be sweet. We have the best top eight players in the league. Go Raps. Finally, 140 points, baby. Yeah, I think that the second half of the, the season should be really fun. And also, not even written in there, is that the Raptors have one of the easiest schedules out of anybody in the NBA for the second half of the season. And they had one of the toughest schedules, top five, I believe, in toughness that's based off of you know opponents' rank when they played them. So the Raptors playing a lot of teams that were really good in the first half of the season and get to play a lot of teams that maybe aren't so good in the second half of the season. And, you know, we've seen them, what are they, 21-1 and one now or 20-1 and one when playing teams that have an under 500 record? They're fantastic. So the Raptors being able to play those types of teams, we've seen how good they are at taking care of them. I mean, that can only help but buffer their record. And in an Eastern Conference where I think it actually will be really important to try and get the second seed. So the Raptors, they weathered the course. They were able to get through everything with a decent enough record. And I think that they can get the second seed. I know Boston is good. I know the Heat are good. I know Philadelphia, you know, they were supposed to be really good. But they've got Joel Embiid injured right now. So we'll see. But the Raptors, it's important to stay out of Milwaukee's bracket. It's important for them to get Pascal Siakam reps as the as the main guy in the playoffs before they go in to face Giannis if they do. So this, you know, the second seed, it looms large. It should be something really important that the Raptors are shooting for. And, you know, we'll see. But definitely a lot of room for optimism. It's a, a very fun season, and it should only be getting better, especially after seeing, hopefully, Kyle and Pascal selected to the All-Star game. Cross your fingers for that one. But for me, that's it. Thank you very much for listening, whether you're getting into this in the morning or at night. Have a blessed day, and goodbye. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. 
At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. 